Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Today, I've got something special in store for you, an exclusive flashback episode. These interviews, which I'll run a handful of times a year, feature guests from my Transformational Author Experience, an online training I ran from 2011 to 2018, featuring top authors, publishers, and industry leaders. Some of these interviews are just too good to keep locked up in cyberspace any longer, so I'm bringing you one of my favorites today. Well, hello, it's Christine Closer here, the Transformation Catalyst, three-time award-winning author and your host of the Transformational Author Experience and Writing Contest. And I'm here to welcome you to this bonus class in the Transformational Author Experience program, where, as you know by now, you've been discovering how to transform yourself, your readers, your business, and ultimately the world with your book. Now, today we've got a very special class for you, sort of a bonus class, but I'll call it a continuation of step number six about staying the course. And today's class is with New York Times bestselling author John Asaraf on how to retrain your brain for success as an author. Now, I know if you're listening to these classes in order, you have been through 20 mind-expanding, heart-expanding, consciousness-shifting, transformational classes, and you are probably pretty full right now with everything that you learned, which is exactly why the timing of this class here, now, not where I had originally thought it was going to be, but where it divinely ended up, is perfect. Because one thing I know to be true about people who learn this much information. The excitement is really high right now. You, you, know, you can't wait to move forward with your book. You're really feeling like, oh my gosh, I can do this, I can do this. And thankfully, there's many of you joining at the platinum level and will continue to get coaching with me for the next six months to make sure you do it. But there's a great portion of you who aren't going to be receiving that ongoing coaching in the Platinum program. And you really need some more tools to help make sure that you don't let your old ways of being, your old ways of thinking, your old patterns, those unconscious patterns, those unconscious fears, we definitely don't want those things coming in now and making themselves known because they're going to pull you off track. And you're so on track, we want to keep you on track. And that's exactly what John is going to talk about today as he helps you learn literally how to retrain your brain for success as an author. Now, I would encourage you as always, even though you're listening to this just as a recording and we're not in the Vortex Live, I would still encourage you to go over to Facebook and you know place your comments there, share what you're learning here in John's class and what's shifting for you. You know the drill by now. It's facebook.com forward slash transformational authors again facebook.com forward slash transformational authors i'm still going to be going in that page even though live classes are over and you're listening to the recording but i can't wait to see what's happening for you on that page and connecting with you there so now it is time for me to introduce you to today's guest 
Now, John Asraf is a two-time New York Times best-selling author, a lecturer, consultant, and a consummate entrepreneur. His expertise for achieving the psychology for success has landed him on the Larry King Live, Anderson Cooper 360, The Donnie Deutsch Show, Ellen DeGeneres' Show, and numerous radio and print media worldwide. He's consulted for Hollywood stars, politicians, and CEOs worldwide on achieving life and business success. John is one of the featured experts in the smash hit movie, The Secret, which his company helped launch into a worldwide phenomenon, and he appeared in the PBS special, Quest for Success with the Dalai Lama and Richard Branson. Now, in the past 25 years, John has grown five, five, count them, multi-million dollar companies, including a 100-office Remax real estate operation and a highly successful IPO on NASDAQ with online virtual tour provider Bamboo.com. Now, John's current company, Praxis Now, is one of the leading brain research and technology development companies that helps individuals maximize their brain's potential. So welcome, John. I'm so glad you're finally here. Yay! It's so great to be here. Congratulations on the amazing work you're doing. Thank you. I'm up to changing the world one person, one author at a time, and you're helping me. So I love it. Let, let's change many of them. Yes, yes, yes. Well, seeing that this is the transformational author experience, I'd love for you just to share a little bit about your own story of transformation. Um, I know because I've known you for a while that your life wasn't always easy, (laughs) and you're living a life now that at one time you probably never could have imagined. I know you'll inspire all of the transformational authors, authors listening with a little bit of your personal story. Well, thanks. It's, it's it's really great to be with you, and uh, and I'm smiling because you know we're, we're talking with with uh, authors and potential authors, and I remember the feeling that I had in grade seven when my English teacher flunked me in English, and after I wrote my first book and hit New York Times bestseller, I tracked her down and sent her a copy, and so it was it was a, a, a sweet <laughs> moment in my in my development saying you flunked me in English because you said. And here's what she said to me. She said to me, you shouldn't write the way you think and the way you feel. And I was like, why, why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah. And, um, and so long story short, you know, that, that was just a, a nice little memory that uh, popped into my head. But what happened, when I was a kid, I really didn't enjoy school. I didn't really enjoy um, you know, the process of school. And, and I ended up thinking and feeling like I wasn't smart enough and wasn't good enough and that I wouldn't amount to much. And I ended up uh, being involved in some street gangs that got into a lot of trouble individually and collectively. And I knew that if I would have continued on that path, I would have either ended up in jail or the morgue. And fortunately for me, I had a wonderful mentor when I was 19 years old that helped me break free from that feeling and those emotions of inadequacy and showed me that if I changed my internal self-image of myself, I would then change the results in my life and the feelings that I had about myself. And although I didn't understand fully what he meant there about my own internal self-image, I definitely knew that you know, the feelings that I had about not being good enough or not being smart enough caused me to do things that I wasn't proud of. Mm-hmm. And back in 1980... He said to me that, you know, you have to retrain your brain to think and believe that you're somebody that you're not right now. 
And I remember in those days, uh, back in the early 80s and, and in the 70s, I used to watch a show called Lifestyle of the Rich and Famous. Yep. And I, I used to I used to imagine, I used to pretend, you know, that one day that was going to be me. And at the time, you know, my father was a cab driver. My mother worked at a local department store. Uh, we didn't have, you know, any money uh, at all, you know, other than living money on a day-to-day basis. And sometimes there wasn't enough for that. And, you know, what I wanted was more than enough. And I, I didn't know what I was going to do, but I knew that there was something different that I wanted that other people had. And when I found this mentor, Alan, you know, he started to have me do inner sizes every day. And a lot of people know the word exercise and, and, and exercise daily or a few times a week, but most people aren't familiar with the word inner size. And inner size is simply the art of learning how to train your brain to achieve the level of success that you hope and dream of and remove it from the hope and dream category and move it more into the reality category and the procedural part of the brain. And over the course of you know, many years, you know, I started to retrain my brain based on what Alan suggested and went from making you know, $30,000 a year in, um, in income my first year under his tutelage uh, to making you know, millions of dollars in my, in my businesses and careers yearly uh, for many, many years. And so I went from you know, the, the story that I had before to a different story, but it didn't happen through just acquiring a whole bunch of new knowledge and skills. It first started with acquiring the beliefs and the habits of successful individuals and that was really the the turning point for my life and that was you know 31 years ago well i would imagine i mean when you look at a you know lost teenager if you will involved in street gangs on his way to either you know jail or the morgue and then you flash forward to seeing you today as really a leading expert in this arena around success especially the work you're doing now with brain research and brain technologies it's like dang the stuff really works huh (laughs) Yeah, you know, what's interesting is um, we we really have not had a lot of time to understand how the brain works. And it's only been in the last, you know, 10, 12 years that we've been able to look inside the human live brain. Up until 10, 11 years ago, we were looking at just a dead brain, bread, dead tissue. And so we didn't know, you know, where fears were, what triggered in the brain that caused fear, you know, what chemicals, what hormones, uh, what um, neurotransmitters were. So we didn't really have an understanding of what was happening in the brain. So we were making assumptions, and 90% of the assumptions we made were inaccurate. And so what's fascinating about what's going on today is that we're learning that our brain is changing minute by minute, evolving and, and, and so we know a lot more today about a topic called neuroplasticity, the brain's ability to create new connections and the brain's ability to be molded and to shape itself. And that has really opened up a whole new field of can I change? If I can change, how can I change? And what are the best ways for me to make the changes internally to release my doubts, my fears, my uh, procrastination, my, uh, my uncertainty, my lack of confidence, my, you know, my habits that are so hard to break. Are there easier ways to get rid of some of the things that hold every one of us back? 
And the answer is unequivocally yes. And that's that's what I was doing for 30 years. But at the time I was doing it, you know, there, there weren't labels for it. You know, people just said, yeah, you've got to, you know, do precision affirmations. You've got to do self-hypnosis. You've got to do visualizations. You've got to do meditation. But there wasn't the evidence of what was happening neurologically. And that's what's really fascinated me is, uh, is you know, what are the best ways to get people to make the changes from the inside out? Awesome. Now, I know in this series I've heard from many, many, many people you know, just rave reviews, emailing me in tears, you know, this is changing my life. And they're, I, I have found that they're really sort of at two different spectrums. You know, some of them are experiencing fantastic, amazing success in your life. You know, they're booking private consultations with me. They're ready to go. They're doing it. They've got the resources, you know, the energy. They're in the flow. And if anything, they're just overwhelmed by all the good that's happening, right? That's one end of the spectrum of people who are here. I know there's also another end of the spectrum, because I've seen these emails as well, from the people saying, oh, my gosh, you know, I wish I could buy your program, but I don't, I don't have the money to do it. I mean, it's, you know, $67 could get them started at, at the um, platinum level right. um, with payments. So there's this, you know, there's a big difference. So I'm wondering if from your point of view, from your vantage point with what you know, would you talk a little bit about why some people are at one end achieving amazing success and why some people are at the other end, you know, experiencing financial struggle? And, do, you know, does it have anything to do with smarts, you know, or does it not have to do with smarts? You know, it's, it's interesting you say this because just yesterday I was on a call with uh, all of my clients in Australia and there's a gentleman who posted a question in our chat room and said, listen, I've got three degrees. He says, I'm, I'm obviously spending a lot of time in school. He says, but I can't apply for whatever reason. I'm not applying anything that I'm learning, you know, with my degrees. He says, why is that? And I said to him, I said, number one, the way we measure intelligence in school is through IQ. But that is only one of the ways to measure intelligence. And there's plenty of people with degrees, multiple degrees as this guy had, that don't apply what they know. And mm -hmm. the, the reason for this, and, and this is something that when I discovered this back in, in the um, mid-1990s, I took one of my companies that had 100 real estate offices and 1,500 agents, I took my revenues from a billion a year to four billion a year by learning and teaching this one thing. There's a part of the brain called the explicit belief and memory system. And that's where we gather information. We have our simple beliefs. We get excited, and we are able to, to um, discuss our goals, our dreams, our aspirations, and what we've just learned. But there's another much more important part of the brain called the implicit procedural part of the brain. And this is the part of you that operates automatically. And I want to you know, just ask people who are listening one question. You know, are you a creature of habit? And the answer for every one of us is yes, we're creatures of habit in our thought and we're creatures of habit in our behavior. So regardless of the information that we gather, the information that you know, we've got mulling around in our head from our, the books, the CDs, the coaching, the consulting, and all that stuff, it's not the part of the brain that's responsible for behavior long term. So the explicit conscious part of the brain is responsible for making decisions and for taking short-term actions. But since we're creatures of habit, we revert back to all of our old 
patterns of thought and behavior. And so what we have to understand is intelligence, in some cases, can actually hinder your growth. Because people who are, are, are intelligent usually think, well, I know all this stuff. And there's a big difference between knowing what to do, having the information, and actually doing it. And that's why sometimes people who are a little more ignorant actually do better. And everybody on this call knows of somebody who they think is not as smart as they are that's doing better. And that pisses them yeah. off. And, and, and so yeah, you can yeah. think of, of somebody like a family member or a friend, and you go, how, how come he or she is doing so much better than I am? Well, it's because they have gotten into doing more of what they should be doing versus talking about it. And that is a learned behavior and a habit that we can instill in people, not through knowledge, through understanding how to alter behavior so that it sticks and remains consistent. And so sometimes the smartest people in the world have a hindrance, not, not an, an advantage. You know, I, I think that one of our earlier speakers, Milana Lashinsky, kind of uh, was a great case in point for this. She came here from the Ukraine. She didn't even know anything about business. I mean, nothing, no experience, you know, English as a second language. She had no idea. She told the story. She's like, I didn't know that people were ever not successful in business. I didn't know that I could fail. So I just did what I needed to do. Her brain did not have... Right. Like her, her her thinking was not that thinking. Her way of being was not that way of being. Her pattern was not that. And, you know, she's got it. I think you met her actually at your house not too long I ago. I did, yeah. Um, yeah, but she, you know, she had an amazing success. But it, I think that that kind of points out, yeah, there's a lot of people that can know a lot less than you. But if your brain's not working in the way to retrain your actions and behaviors and have you really shift things, then some of what you learn, a lot of what you learned, you know, could just stay dormant in you and not execute it out, out you know, as you Well, that's right, and that's why a lot of people can talk about it. They can, you mm -hmm. know, th think about this. Everybody that's, that's listening intently right now, do you know of something, one or two things, that if you would have been doing it for the last 30 or 60 days, you'd be more successful right now? So whether it's if you know that you can eat better uh, and exercise, but you haven't, that's one thing. If you know two or three things that you could be doing in business every day to make more money, that's another thing. If it's uh, two or three things that you could have been doing to follow this program that you're in right now more and you haven't been doing it, that's another thing. And so the question always arises is why would you know how to do all of this stuff that you know how to do and you're not doing it? See, that's the million-dollar question is it's not so much that people don't know what to do is that they don't even know what they already know what to do. So more information is usually not the answer. The mm -hmm. answer is to change your beliefs and your habits around your daily activities and perception of what's possible for you and then take action consistently. And the beautiful thing about what you're doing is you're hand-holding people and giving them an opportunity to work with you, you know, day by day, week by week, which is one of the best ways to alter change. And so through physical activity and through doing, you can alter change, and you can alter change based on what's happening on the inside. So there's, there's um, 
uh, a wonderful there's a lot of wonderful research on something known as epigenetics. And so genetics is basically your genetic makeup. Epigenetics is your environment. And so if you change the inside game, okay, which I talk about a lot, through the neural networks or the software of your own brain, while you are actually in the environment okay, of other people, the teachers who are also making the changes consciously day by day, week by week, month by month, you create an amazing environment that accelerates at lightning speeds you actually altering your behaviors. And ultimately, it's what you do or don't do that's going to cause your results. And so why not come at the challenge of breaking your habits of thought and behavior from a multitude of angles, one internal, the other external? And that's really the best process that science has, has come up with in, in the last you know, four or five years is, is win the inner game as you're playing the outer game. I want everyone to just write that down, okay? Win the inner game as you're playing the outer game. I think there's a lot of people who get stuck in, you know, getting themselves ready. <laughs> you know, oh, I have to be ready to take that action, and I have more work to do. And, you know, you could, you could do the inner work, you know, until the cows come home, but if it's not integrated, if it's not actually moving into your life somewhere in the physicality, you know, the action part of your life, it, it really does no good because at least my belief is that one of the ways you learn and grow and have these things anchored is through the experience of the world giving you feedback all the time. Is this working? Is Correct. it not working? Do I need to change course? What do I need to do? You, you, it's got to be you know, of the inner world and the outer world simultaneously. I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. There's actually some research in the last several Olympics. There's, they've divided groups of Olympians into four groups. One group only does their physical work. Let's call them group one. One, one group does physical work 75% of the time, mental work 25% of the time. We'll call them group two. Group number three does 50-50, and group number four actually does 75% mental practice rehearsal through some of the methodologies that I talked about before, and there's a few other ones, and only 25% physical work to prep for the Olympics. Guess which team consistently wins more gold medals than the other teams? 75% mental, I bet. You got it. 75% mental, 25% physical. And that's why every golfer will tell you, you know, you've got to win the inner game before you win the outer game. And that's why Tiger Woods, for example, goes out there and, you know, as he's practicing his, his five, six, seven hours a day, he also is working on his inner game. And whether it's Tiger Woods, whether it's a singer, whether it's a songwriter, whether, whether it's a chef, they're playing both games simultaneously, and that adds in the expansion of the neural networks, the associations, and the implicit part of the brain that's responsible for you taking action more consistently and more precisely. And from my own personal experience, and maybe you and you know, the people you teach have the same experience, is that the more I work on my inner game, it's like the greater return I get on my effort in the physical realm. It's, Without it's question. Like I, I can do less and get a lot, much greater results with less effort in the physical 
but you know with a lot more effort and energy going on in the internal it's like man you know it's like one of the mantras that i have in one of my spiritual practices is that everything is happening automatically and it's kind of interesting because the more i spend time on my inner game the more i look around me in the world and it i get consistently blown away by what happens externally with very little or no conscious <laughs> effort on my part it's like ah it's just so sweet <laughs> Right, and and one of the things, you know, I, I do a lot of brain research, but I also study another field called quantum mechanics or quantum physics. And what we know about the physical world is that everything operates by exact precision and law. The quantum physical world is a little bit more challenging. We don't have as much knowledge there yet. But what we know is that if there are laws, there are rules. And if there are rules and we violate the rules, there's a punishment or a penalty to pay. And the same is true of every discipline in our lives, okay? If we're playing mm-hmm. this physical game of life, so money is a physical game. Writing a book and being an author is a physical game. Marketing, sales, building a company is a physical game. Well, we know that there are rules and laws that govern the game. And if you aren't aware of the rules and laws of the game, you don't do as well. If you aren't familiar with the rules and laws of the brain, you don't do well. And if you don't understand the rules and laws of quantum physics and how they, you know, the quantum field responds to our predominant thoughts, our fears, our anxiety, our doubts, our low self-esteem, lack of confidence, it responds like a mirror responds to your image. If you don't understand that there's an inner game and an outer game that yields your results, you know, that is the definition of ignorance. Ignorance just means not knowing. It doesn't mean stupidity. It just means not knowing. So the more you understand about yourself and the more you understand about how this intelligent universe responds to you, the easier and faster you can achieve success. And that's why some people achieve success effortlessly while others struggle no matter what they do. It's a grind. It's a battle every single day. And so what we want to do is really understand that we can start to remove the tension in our lives by getting in conscious and unconscious coherence with the goals and the dreams and the aspirations that we have, whether it's an author or anything else in your life. And when you do that, you all of a sudden go, God, I don't have to work as hard. I don't have to put so much (laughs) energy into doing this. The universe is aligning and opportunities are showing up and and people are showing up and, and everything I need is starting to show up. And that's really what I find when people understand the, the it's, it's called neural resonance, is getting your brain into the right resonance field, consciously and unconsciously, with the right beliefs. You create something known in quantum physics as a coherence pattern. And a coherence pattern is nothing more than a pattern that is beautifully synergistic versus chaotic. Hmm. When you're talking coherence and alignment, it's like you're talking my language, John. <laughs> then, 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 then this interview is proving out to be a great decision for me. Because <laughs> you thought you didn't know I would talk about coherence and, and all this stuff. I no, I didn't. I didn't. I'm so thrilled. I'm so glad it worked out that we got you in, even though it's kind of, kind of, you know, little as a bonus instead of the middle of the whole thing. Oh. I'm just so glad oh. that we're here. Nothing now, happens nothing happens in this universe by accident. Yeah, that's for sure. Man, divine right. perfection is really pretty amazing at times. Well, all the time actually. That's right. Yeah. Um but 
let, let's just talk for a second. Like you just, you know, spoke kind of directly to the people who are in that place of struggle. Um, and I, I have been hearing, you know, from them saying, oh, my gosh, I really want to do this, but, you know, I'm stuck in this place, et cetera, et cetera. Can you talk just a little bit more deeply? You know, we know that this is just a matter of changing beliefs and habits, but why in, you know, God's great earth is it so hard sometimes for people to make those changes? Because they, they do know it intellectually, but why? There's something between knowing it and actually making the changes that it's like there's a difficulty gap in there. Would you speak to that a little yeah. bit? Well, absolutely. No, number one, you know, the reason it's so hard to make changes is because most people are using the wrong process. You know, imagine if you're, if you're standing at the bottom of a mountain, a very, very tall, difficult mountain to get to the top. There are some people that will stand at the bottom of the mountain I go, oh, my God, how am I going to ever do this? I can't do this. I'm not in shape. I'm too young. I'm too old. It's not the right day. I've got other <laughs> things to do. And, and they start with a story immediately. There's other right. people who say, you know what, I've got to get to the top of the mountain, and I'm just going to start climbing. I don't care what it takes. I'm getting to the top of the mountain. They start climbing. <laughs> and then there's another group that looks behind them and sees a helicopter pad with a helicopter there and gets in the helicopter and gets them to put them up to the top of the mountain. What's the difference between the three groups? Well, the three groups are all the same in potential, but different in their beliefs and their habits of how they do things. And some people always have stories of why they can't, and all of their language patterns will support why they can't. And that's the precision, that they're, uh, the precision of the instructions and the dialogue they're giving their brains. There's other people that always take the hard way to do things. No matter what, they always figure out how to do it the hard way. And you know what? That's just a group that's learned that if you don't work hard, then there really isn't going to be the ability for you to achieve that goal. And then there's the other people like me that are always looking for the shortcut. What's the easiest, fastest way to get to the top of that mountain? Now, if I want a good workout, I'll say, great. I'm going to enjoy the workout, and I'm going to climb the mountain because that's going to be you know, part of my journey. But if I want to get to the top of that mountain, then I'm going to take a moment to think about how to change my thought patterns about getting to the top of that mountain. And whatever instructions we give our brains is what our brain's going to figure out. And so this is a learned behavior that anybody could have. But most people have not been trained to think that way. They've been trained to struggle and to work hard. They've been trained to uh -huh. look at their present circumstances and allow their present circumstances to control their thinking. And, and there are some people that say, you know, I don't have the money, so that's my problem. And what they must understand is money is never the problem. The reason they don't have any money is the problem. There's more than enough money when you understand how to go out and get money and make and earn money. But if you think that looking at your bank account and seeing a lack of money is the problem, that's never the problem. Anytime somebody looks at any result, whether it's your physical body, whether it's your result with your book, whether it's your result with your finances, it's because of what you have been doing in the past or not doing in the past. So you've got to address the cause of the result, not the symptom. And so when we talk about, you know, beliefs and habits and why they're so hard to change is because by the time we're in our 30s, most of our beliefs and habits have been formulated, and that's like having a computer arrive at your home with the software already built in. 
And if you want to change the result of your computer, the output, you don't change the hardware and you don't change the operating system. You must change the software. And beliefs are nothing more than software that we are either genetically born with, 40% approximately, or 60% what we've learned from our parents, our teachers, our experiences, our environment, our books, and et cetera, et cetera. And so if you want to change the result, change the cause of the result. If you want to change your procrastination, one of the things you said before, you know, is I'd love to do it, but I can't because. You know, most people will allow their stories to control their thinking, and they're not even aware that they're making up a story. And then they'll justify the story to make sure that they are correct. And so we justify our stories, we blame, shame, or guilt, everything but ourselves to stay in our comfort zones because it's uncomfortable to change. It's un uncomfortable to admit that I may have the wrong belief. It's uncomfortable to admit that I'm procrastinating. It's uncomfortable to admit that my behaviors are causing my results or my lack of taking actions causing my results. Why? Because now we're looking at ourselves in the mirror saying, huh, I'm responsible. And for mm -hmm. some people, that's really hard to do. It makes them I feel... Was just... <laughs> well, I was just going to say, okay, I think we've probably got some people maybe listening right now feeling a little like, eh, yuck, <laughs> about what they might be seeing, about what they're creating in their lives. And I know that you have some very you know, specific steps that people can take to change um, from the inside out to get some different results in their lives. Would you be willing to talk about that, or do we need to get people feeling a little more icky and like, uh, yeah, I don't want to change this before we move on? Well, you know, the, the only people who are prepared to change are the ones that are, you know, tired of things just the way they are. You know, yes. if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, and you're sick and tired of talking about your potential, if you're sick and tired about having your goals and dreams and not achieving them, if you're sick and tired of not you know, taking your, your passion and your purpose in your life and really sharing it with as many people in the world and you know that you are at cause right now for not achieving it, um, then it's just going to be more information. But if you're ready, then there are a variety of things that you can do either you know, on your own uh, or if you'll allow me to, I'll share with people how they can they participate in, a, in some of the hottest new technology and methodologies that's uh, been developed in the world in the neuro training system, which is a brain training system, to accelerate that. But the, the key number one is to understand that we have five different brainwave frequencies. Just like if you're driving a stick shift in a car, you have different gears, or if you're driving an automatic car, the car automatically shifts from one gear to the next, and it does different things in the different gears. It takes the pressure off. It takes the, uh, the uh, stress off of the engine. The tires go faster. The engines go slower, and the systems work synergistically together. We can put our brains into what's known as an alpha, theta, or delta brainwave frequency to invoke new changes in our brains. Now, in the past, we didn't know that you know, we can use those different frequencies to get our brains to operate more optimally, to get the, the amygdala, which is the fear center of the brain, to stop releasing the chemicals that causes the motor cortex, the behavioral part of our brain, to really shut down and stop us from taking action. 
We know that by getting into a different brainwave frequency, we can get both hemispheres of our brain working better. We know that by getting you know, our brain to work better, we can uh, activate something known as the frontal lobe, which is the CEO, your executive director, your decision maker uh, better. So we know that in learning how to move from uh, a beta awakened brainwave frequency, which most people are in right now, into a different brainwave frequency, we can start to activate and utilize our genius a lot better. We also know that through some of the what I call evidence-based research, and evidence-based research is, is um, research that's been repeated over and over and over again to produce uh, predictable transformations. We know that, for example, guided hypnotherapy, okay, on your beliefs, your habits, your behaviors, your phobias, whatever the case might be, absolutely works. We know that visualization techniques done properly helps us change the self-concepts we have about ourselves and the abilities that we, uh, you know, that we have as well as the beliefs and the habits that we have. We know that using precision affirmations, language patterns that are written in a proper brain-based method uh, helps us alter, you know, these neural networks or the software of the brain. And so what, what I'm suggesting people do is what I've done for 30 years and thousands of my students have done for the last year around the world is do a daily inner size program. And the daily exercise program is simply taking the time to retrain your brain, just like you would your cardiovascular system. You'd go for a walk or a bike or a hike or do yoga or aerobics. You do an inner size program to retrain your brain. And the reason I say retrain is because we have a pattern, okay, that we have been accustomed to, um, to uh, living with, a pattern of thought and a pattern of behavior, a pattern of stories, a pattern of excuses, a pattern of procrastination. It's all the same every single day. And unless you break that pattern and insert a new pattern, nothing's going to change, except mm-hmm. time's going to go and you're going to have incremental results, and that is going to be what you're going to live with. And so if you take the time every day to do some inner size programs. It takes about 30 minutes a day, and here's, here's the good news and the bad news. The good news is that we know that it's going to take somewhere between 8 to 12 weeks, not 21 days, to see a real measurable significant change in people. We have people that, uh, that obviously you know, do inner size programs every day, and within three, four, five days a week they go, oh, my God, my perceptions have changed. My results are changing. I'm starting to act where I didn't act before. I'm starting to do things that I never thought I was capable of doing before. I'm starting to feel differently and believe that I can actually achieve the goals that I'm setting now versus just setting them. And then it takes, you know, for some people, three, four, five weeks. So it just depends on, you know, how out of shape their brain is from the perspective of the beliefs and habits and the focus that they need in order to achieve their goals. But that's what it's really going to take. If you want to change the results on the outside, you've got to change the internal patterns on the inside. This is really helpful, I think, for people. And I love what you said about it depends how out of shape you are. I don't think that I've ever heard anyone refer to the brain you know, as something that could be out of shape. But when you just said that, it kind of went, you know, in my mind. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah, if we can think of our brains like we do the muscles of our body, 
you know, and if they're atrophied and we're out of shape or we're, you know, we don't do yoga, we don't stretch, whatever it is, it's going to take longer to That's get right. your body in shape than if you were already on top of your game pretty well physically That's and just right. needed to, you know, perfect it, if you will. If um, you think, same with if the you brain. Think, sorry, if you think about this for a moment, you know, how easy or hard is it for you to focus on one task for an hour or two and stick to it, when meaning you don't pay attention to emails, you don't pay attention to your cell phone, you don't allow outside people to distract you, you don't distract yourself Okay, with a with hundred different thoughts, you know, every five seconds? Because if the answer is, well, I'm not really good at that, I mean, I really have a hard time, you know, sitting down for an hour or two or three and focusing on an end result, an end game, your brain's out of shape. If you can't give your brain the instruction of starting and finishing a task, guess what? Your brain's out of shape. If you are constantly feeling doubtful, if you're constantly procrastinating, if you're constantly choosing a lower impact activity instead of a higher one that you know that you should be doing and could be doing, your brain's out of shape. If you don't understand, you know, that you are at cause, okay, of all of your things that you're doing or not doing, you're out of shape. And so there are a variety of exercises that you can do for your body, and there's a variety of inner sizes that you can utilize to change your brain so that your perceptions change, your focus changes, your awareness changes, your behaviors change. And then that's when it becomes effortless. You know, for anybody who's been out of shape that's then gotten in shape, they know that after a period of, let's say, you know, three, four weeks, they start to go, oh, wow, running that quarter of a mile or half a mile is easy now, where it was difficult three weeks ago. Yeah. And then if you keep exercising, whether it's yoga, whether it's Pilates, whether it's anything, after, you know, 60 days and 90 days, it's like, wow, I, can, I could do this for two hours or three hours and it really wouldn't bother me. Well, guess what? That's because you've gotten your cardiovascular system in place, you've gotten your biological processes in place, and you've got your habits in place. Well, the brain is also involved in, in getting in shape, and most people's brains are out of shape. I can see why you're so passionate about this because it's really exciting. I mean, I haven't heard you give this – I've heard you speak before, but not this specific talk. It's like – Man, I mean, it is really exciting to think about what's possible now for people as, you know, the the concept of going to the brain gym, you know, if you will, gets to be as popular as going to the, the workout, you know, the physical gym, the body gym, the gold gym, whatever uh, it may be. It's like, well, you know, it, what, it, would our, what would our world be like if people well, that's exactly what I'm building. their brains? Yeah. That's exactly, Christine, what I'm building. I'm actually building a neurotraining gym. And my ultimate goal, next, starting next year, is I'm going to go to major corporations, and I'm I, I, I trademarked the word neurotraining and neurotraining gym, and I trademarked the word inner size, and my entire business model, what Praxis now is doing, is creating all of the programs to have people go to the gym, the inner size gym. Love it, love it. You know, it's funny when I was. 17 years old, one of my very first jobs was actually selling gym memberships. <laughs> oh, and I was involved in the health and fitness industry for years as a you know trainer, yoga teacher, what have you. But um, that whole world just came back to me. I thought, man, you need like a brain gym. <laughs> well, but that's you're exactly it. Of course. <laughs> uh, that's, 
That, that's where that's the game I've been playing for many, many years. And about a year ago, I, I started. A lot of my clients around the world said, "Well, you know, how can we use the system that you're using?" And I said, "Well, you know, I'll start developing some of the programs." And um, I had uh, thousands and thousands of, of clients, business owners, homemakers, engineers, doctors, lawyers, on the program. And I just I started to revise it, and I started to work with some of the top neuroscientists in the world. Uh, Dr. Daniel Amen, Dr. Srinivasan Pillay, one of the top researchers, uh, Mark Waldman, and and, and uh, I've, I've worked with them as uh, as scientific advisors to creating the best technology with the best methodology, so that people don't have to figure it out and do it on their own. And uh, we've got, I think, about 4,700 people right now that are using the program in different parts of the world. And uh, the results that people are getting are just mind-boggling. And um, it's, it's, that's the fun part. Absolutely. And what I love what you're doing without even knowing it consciously is we began this series with me talking about the four levels of transformation. First, all transformation begins with the transformation of the self. Then it moves on to others. Here we're talking specifically about the readers. You know, through those things, then the business transformation automatically comes because of the impact that you're having on others. And through that, ultimately, the world gets transformed. And I'm just seeing you as an example. You've gone through your own amazing transformation. You know, you committed to helping others. You know, your business now, you say in the last you know, year or so, has really shifted directions into this work. And I can see how this work you're doing is absolutely going to have a global impact and be a part of what helps our world really shift. So well, that's the whole idea. To see it all in action. Yep. Yeah, the, the awesome. whole idea, you know, we, we're blessed with a brain that, that processes 11 trillion electrical and chemical actions per second. 11 trillion. And so we have an unbelievable opportunity to our fingertips right now in the evolution of our species to now utilize our brain better. And if you think about, you know, I was talking about exercise earlier, and I was just reminded, I think it was 1954, Roger Bannister, uh, you know, was the first one to break the four-minute mile in the world of sports. And every doctor, every biologist, every single person in the medical field said that the human body cannot run a four-minute mile until he did it. And after Mm -hmm. he did it, 53 people in the following 12 months broke the four-minute mile. And today, you can't even make the Olympics if you don't run at least, you know, you, you wouldn't make it if you didn't run under four minutes. And the reason I bring that up is we're on the, on the, In the early stages of really understanding, you know, how powerful this biocomputer is of ours, which blows out of the water anything you could even imagine in this universe as far as its complexity and its ability to do what it does. Part of our challenge is, is, you know, we're born in the water. And what I mean by that is like a fish is born in the water, so it doesn't really recognize the power of the ocean. And so we're born with this brain, and we don't really recognize the power of what we have. Mm. And I want to be a part of really helping people recognize that the reason that you have these feelings, the reason that you have, you know, this desire, desire of the Father, the reason you have these inclinations to, to be more, to have more, to do more, to share more, to love more and give more, is because of this power within you that wants to be expressed more fully than you're expressing it right now. 
And when you line up that power, that feeling that you all have, every one of us has it, with your behavior, that's when your life goes right through the stratosphere and you go, oh, my God, what an amazing journey. Yeah, it's like, watch out, world, here I come. Oh, here I am. Here, here I, I am. am. Right, here, here I am. I am. And, and not out of, uh, out of ego, right? It's out of pure understanding that our creator is within us and the power of the universe is within us. And, and we can utilize and harness that power more today than we've ever known possible. And that's really the work that I want to bring to the world. Awesome. I just love you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, my dear. I love you, too. <laughs> I'm so glad we got to do this. I feel like we could talk forever, and I also know that we're on a time frame and you have to get into the studio and do some work there. Is there anything else? I know that we definitely want to let people know how they can find out about how to um, work with you f- further and really dive deeper into this. But it, and I have one more quick question I do want to ask you, but is there anything that you feel that you need to say in closing before we let people know a little bit more about how to really dive deeper into this work with you? Yeah, if, P- if people want to find out you know, more about you know, the neurotraining system that I created and some of the support that I have around that we can give them a, a website, what I did is, is I took the latest in technology to access the implicit memory system of the brain where the beliefs and the habits are, the true deep ones, the deep-rooted ones, uh, some that serve us and many that don't. And I then took the best in uh, hypnosis, self um, uh, or hypnosis, visualization, meditation, precision affirmations, EFT, EMDR. I took all of the best disciplines and I created a 12-week program uh, called a neurotraining program where every day um, when you sign up, you, 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 first of all, you download the manual and you download the CDs. And there's nine different levels over 12 weeks. And what you do is every day you sit down and you put on your headphones and you allow me, my voice, to guide you on making the internal changes around your beliefs, around your perceptions, around your confidence level, around your certainty level for achieving whatever goal it is that you want to achieve around whether it's your business or your money or being an author and sharing your brilliance with the world, making your book a New York Times bestseller, uh, getting in front of audiences, and doing the things that you need to do in order to actually achieve the goals. And so I look at this as the little hinge that swings the big door is Mm. the information that that you're gathering is great, but it's actually the application of that information that's going to yield the results. And so the program that I developed was all around creating the support to answer your questions about, you know, why you're not doing the things you should be doing, why you're procrastinating, why you've got fears, why you're not getting the results you're getting. And so we've got a variety of different uh, methodologies that we use from live monthly uh, training via video with Q&A sessions and chats, live chats, to, um, to online support where you can ask questions and, and, and connect with thousands of other people around the world who are experiencing the, the program and experiencing the different levels and sharing with each other what they're doing, how they're doing it, what, what challenges they're having, what successes they're having. So they're really supporting people as well. 
and then you know I'm in uh, the modality now of really teaching everything that I've learned uh, to as many people as I can via the video conferences that we do and the audio conferences that we do, et cetera, on a on a monthly basis. And so we've got a package that we put together that people can sign up, and if you uh, if you provide them with the um, the link to that, they can uh, they can sign up. And normally, you know, we would charge thousands of dollars for this because I want to get this to the world and really get as many people as possible. We've got a great offer for people, and um, and so I'll let you tell them where to go and find it. Excellent. Yeah, I'd be happy to. It's just you know you know by now the drill. It's transformational author dot com forward slash john j o h n again transformational author dot com forward slash john j o h n and you'll see there he's got a video he'll give you all the information that you need to learn more about the program and again offer it to you also at a really fantastic price and what it sounds like you've done there john is you've kind of created um so many different ways in which if someone really does this, the the word that came to me as you were talking was like fail proof. They've got the support, they've got the, the trainings, yeah. they've got the you know, the live Q and A with you, they've got so much support in there and a system that scientifically has proven to work to help people make these changes. It just feels like you've got it all there. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, the, the whole idea is time. you know, if people want to do it on their own they can. It'll cost them thousands and thousands of dollars to assimilate all the information. Uh, the investment for this is $697, and that's for all uh, all nine levels, all the support, the, the training, the you know all the training we've done in the past that we have in a world class community, and um, I think we also and you have make a free... it easy with payments too. I saw yeah. you do the payments. Yeah, there's a three pay option as well, and so what I when when I put it together, I asked myself, you know, what are the different ways that people learn? What are the different excuses people come up with? What's the different types of support that people need? And what's the perfect program to really help them make the changes once and for all from the inside out using the best ways we know how to access the part of the brain that's holding them back, the, the part of the brain that's causing them to have that inflammation disease called excusitis, the part of the brain <laughs> you know, that causes them to be on that drug called hopium too often. And so, you know, I use these funny little little words, but it, with a lot of people have hope as their main strategy. Uh, a lot of people have too many excuses. A lot of people come up with all, too many stories. And so I said, I want to eliminate all of your stories, all of your excuses, all the reasons why you haven't achieved your goals and dreams yet. And I want to give you all of the reasons, all the stories, and all the tools you need of why you can achieve it. And what I'm not doing is giving them the specific step-by-step process for what they should do to become an author. That's what you're doing and how to, mm-hmm. you know, how, to, how to do that. What I'm doing is making sure that you actually apply what you learn and that you keep doing every single day what you should be doing and you let go, you release your, your stories, your excuses, and all of the reasons why you can't or shouldn't or it's not the right time, et cetera, et cetera. And, and really create the level of confidence, excitement, and certainty to take action every day, every week, every month, which will then result in you achieving what you want to achieve instead of talking about it. I think you're speaking to a lot of people right now, John, who are saying, yeah, that's me, and I'm ready. I can feel that there are people who are going to be listening to this who will be sitting on that edge who are so you know, use my, excuse my language right now, but who are just so damn ready 
for something different, you know, who are on the edge of saying it's it's got to change, it's got to change. And I just know that there's a lot of people who are going to hear this that you um, and, you know, this program and bringing you to them is the answer to their prayers. It's just a strong sense that I have that some people are going to have a very strong experience like that and and see their lives change in the next 90 days. Well, that's the whole idea. The next 90 days could be the best 90 days of your life because you'll you'll start doing what you should be doing. I love it. The next 90 days, the best 90 days. Awesome. Thank love you it. so much. I mean, this has just been a, such a great pleasure and a great joy for me to be able to connect with you. Very juicy and um, exciting. You're, you're, uh, you really are up to changing the world, and it's great to see it and have it be delivered in a way that's just so practical for people to access and, and join that wave of transformation personally and, and the impact this is going to have globally. So well, I really want to so thank you for being here today. My um, absolute joy. Oh, yeah, you've been a gift to me, I'm sure, and everyone who's listening as well. So anything else you want to say and wrap up? Any final words of wisdom before I close out the call? Yeah, do you, one of the things I want people to be aware of is uh, the rationalizations that go on in their old, in their, in their old way of thinking. And the, when you look at a program like this or any other program that you have the feeling this is right for me, and then you go, but, or you start to rationalize. What the brain does, just so you know, is it creates rational lies to keep you stuck where you're at. And so if you're thinking it's not the right time, I can't afford it, I'm too this, I'm too that, uh, you're rational lying to yourself. And the other thing that I want to make sure people know is that there's always in every one of my programs, and I'm sure in yours as well, is an unconditional money-back guarantee if for some reason it's not to your taste and doesn't do what I suggest and say it's going to do. And so be aware of the little voice within that holds you back because that is the rational lies that we all hear. Mm. I'm glad that you said that because it is true. We don't want people slipping immediately right back into letting that fear and those old stories get them when they know that this is something they need to do. So I'm glad you addressed that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And aside from thanking you, John, I also want to thank everyone just for being here and listening and participating and tuning in to yet another you know, amazing class in this transformational author experience. I feel like there, this couldn't be more perfectly placed, more perfectly divinely ordered at exactly this moment for you to be listening now. So thank you all for being here. Thank you for those of you who are taking the big leap to say, I'm doing this. It's my, it's my time, and I am going to make the best not in the next 90 days. My best 90 days. Congratulations to you in advance for those of you who are going to do that. And, again, um, if you do want to work with John further and really make the next 90 days your best 90 days, you just go over to transformationalauthor.com forward slash John, J-O-H-N. And, as always, I'd encourage you to go over and anchor in what you learned by going over to facebook.com forward slash transformationalauthors. That's where you're going to do two things. You're going to anchor in what you learn to solidify it further, but you're also going to be sharing in the transformational wave of energy that's happening over there as you put your pebble in the pond and add your wisdom from this class and spread it out and let more and more people know about the amazing work that John is doing. Okay, I think that's it, everyone. 
So this is Christine Closer, the Transformation Catalyst, your host of the Transformational Author Experience and Writing Contest. And as always, just an absolute honor and delight and thrill to be able to spend this time with you and with you too, John. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. You have an amazing day and an amazing week. Thanks for the opportunity Thank to share. Thank you. Bye-bye You're welcome. Now. And until we meet again, everyone, may you continue to be blessed abundantly on your transformational journey. Namaste. I hope you enjoyed today's flashback episode. I'm sure you can see why I wanted to dust this interview off and share it with you today. Be sure to keep listening for more great flashback shows coming up in the future. And now it's time for the regular show close. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.